Oh man, we are back. Right, right. After a little vacation. Oh yeah, much much needed. Right, right. Charge the batteries. Yeah, yeah. So good. Right. Looking forward to our guest today. Yeah, I am too. Um, we are back. We've been a little short hiatus here today. We are excited to announce that Brennan Mahia will be our guest today. There he is. Hello. Uh, you might know him from Power Rangers, uh, Dino Charge. Uh, you were in Beast Morphers, I believe, too. Uh, mm-hmm. Navarro, the Red Ranger, Gabe Ramos from uh, American Horror Story Murder House. Uh, a bunch of other great uh, flicks and shows. Modeling, acrobats, you do it all. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> it all. <laughs> Varying times of my life. <laughs> so let's just start right off with Power Rangers. Um, what got you? The Power Ranger role is it something you always looked for. Is it something that fell in your lap, or uh, honestly, like you know, any kid growing up in the '90s, or not any, but a lot of them, I was into Power Rangers. Grew up watching Mighty Morphin. Um, I had a Green Ranger come to one of my birthday parties when I was a kid. You know, some cosplayer dude, uh, right? Yeah. So when uh, Power Ranger Samurai was auditioning, that one I really, really wanted, and I was like in it, and I got like four or five callbacks and didn't book it. And I was like so heartbroken over it. I was like, forget it. I'm never auditioning for them again. Um, didn't even go out for Mega Force, which was the following season. And then Dino Charge actually was just about to hang up my hat with acting and just go to school. I signed up for college. I was like, forget it. I haven't worked in a bit. Like, I, I got to do something else. I'll go to school, become a physical therapist. Um, and a friend of mine that I knew from an acting class like three years prior to that point called me randomly. He's like, hey, uh, I just had an audition and across the street or like the room next to mine or whatever, like they're auditioning Power Rangers. And I remember you're a circus performer and I told them about you and they want to see you. So that's how I begrudgingly decided to audition again. Um, at that moment, I was working at the San Diego Zoo as an acrobat seven days a week for their summer show. Um, so I drove from San Diego to LA to audition, whatever, you know, I didn't care. Whenever you don't care is when you get the job for some reason. And then uh, I got a call back or, and I was like, huh, okay. Or well, you get the Pardon. Wait one second, Brennan. If yeah. you don't care, you get the job and you get the girl. <laughs> I mean, I like Shit, how that works. It's yeah, it's ridiculous, but it seems to be true. <laughs> so yeah, basically audition and then each time I got a call back and then finally um after like the final one we had to sign a contract already because they don't want to negotiate if they choose you, so you sign up beforehand. Um and then they're like, Great, we'll let you guys know in a few months if you're picked. And so I didn't hear anything for a long time. And then uh, they were like, hey, we actually need to see you one more time. And by that time, I already auditioned four times from Dino Charge. So why? Like, in my brain, you've seen me so many times. Just give me the job or not. I'm tired of driving to L.A. from San Diego. I work every day, so I don't have a day off for acrobatics. But whatever. You know, I just had this in my head. I didn't say it. So I was like, yeah, of course. Um, so I drove down. And uh, when I get in the room, they're like, hey, so here's your scene. Um, are you ready? I was like, can I? look at it like outside of the room because normally they always give you like a couple minutes at least to like look over your lines they don't really make you do cold reads and they're like no actually just do it right now and i was like okay and so i just started reading it first time as i'm saying it and in the scene they're like um open this treasure chest to reveal your destiny or something like that and so they handed me a box like in the scene and i open it and there's a laminated picture going, congratulations, you're the Red Ranger. Yeah. So they, they set me up. And so they had it on film. And they put it on YouTube. They did it to all of us, um, just getting our reactions and being cast. So. 
Well, good thing you reacted correctly, and I said, "Hell with this, I'm done. I'm not doing it." Yeah, no, I refuse. <laughs> open the box yourself. Like, <laughs> no, seriously, open the box. Yeah, I did. I did. So, hooray! So yeah. that's what happened. That's awesome. So you already been acting before you got the Power Ranger role, correct? Correct. Yes. Now, what, what what got you into acting? What got you starting? And uh, what was your first couple roles? Honestly, like it just started off. I was never into like theater as a kid or anything, or in like our school productions. I was watching Degrassi one time, like it was just on the TV and my mom walked by and was like, Hey, do you think you could do that? And I was like, yeah, you know, why not? Like what's so hard about saying lines? It's way harder than that. But like, you know, being a whatever 14 year old kid at the time. Um, and then when I became, when I was almost 16, uh, we got a call from this modeling acting school. They're like, Hey, if you have kids who want to like get into the industry, bring them to their, our open house tonight. And so my sister really wanted to go and I was like, okay, I'll go too. And uh, ended up, not being like a legit place in my opinion, like really expensive for not the greatest of classes, but they did have managers who actually were connected to the industry who they would pay to come in every two weeks to see their clients. And one of them really liked me. And uh, he's like, Hey, if you want to act like I'll sign you on. And I just kind of fell into it. And I was like, I really just want to model. Cause at the time I was like, Oh, girls like models. Right. Um, <laughs> and he's like, no, you should act. I was like, fine so uh he made me get into acting classes uh got me with my agent and then my first audition was csi miami to play a drug mule um <laughs> like a portuguese drug mule who like you know swallows drugs to like hide them across the, whatever and uh, i booked it so that was uh the start of it so from drugs to power rangers so there you go drug mule to power rangers huh? yep yep <laughs> did they make you practice following the drugs or did they let you go cold turkey uh, you know, it came naturally. I just did what I could. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was funny. They actually, I got the role, I think, because uh, my dad has a friend who speaks Portuguese, and I took it on myself to l- learn the lines of Portuguese as well as English. Okay. And the casting director was impressed with that, I guess. So they're like, "All right, yeah, you got it." So cool. So you are you're from you're Spanish, uh, or yeah, I'm a lot of things. Um, <laughs> Uh, on my mom's side, I'm like primarily German and Italian, and then like Scottish uh, and English. And then on my dad's side, he's from Honduras. Okay. But I'm like Colombian, and I'm like a little bit of Middle Middle Eastern, and like a little bit of like all these other indigenous. I don't even know. Like I have Ancestry.com, and every time I look at it, I forget because there's so many. Like two percent this, two percent that, five percent this. So, yeah. There's a lot of roles you can play. How's that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, you be a mob the movie. Zach Efron, I'm yeah. the guy. So. Right. It's going to be a mob movie. Uh, right. favorites. Right. <laughs> so, so, you also played Gabe Ramos. Gabriel Ramos. Right? Is that I'm saying that right? And, uh, yeah, R- Ramos, Ramos. What was that like? I know American Horror Story just took off, and it's just been yeah, so awesome. Yeah. We were in the first first, first season. The season you? finale, yeah, of, uh, season one. And that, honestly... So I booked a pilot. <laughs> I book jobs in really weird ways. Like I'm Christian. So like, I, I believe God is heavily influenced in whatever I land jobs or don't. And <laughs> there was a job that, so I gave blood, you know, like at a blood bank or something. And then I got a same day audition. They're like, Hey, uh, you want to come in and do audition for this pilot, which is like a show that hasn't been picked up yet. And I was like, sure. But I was kind of out of it from giving blood. And uh, so I, I get to the audition 
and my shirt was inside out because like I, I had to change and I just wasn't paying attention. And like, I just, you know, I was like, whatever, you know, so I was relaxed and like, kind of like loopy. Um, I guess I took a little too much blood that day. My wife drove, not me, fiance at the time or no girlfriend at the time long. Anyway, uh, I booked the job and on that job, uh, it didn't get picked up though. So it never went to series, but I met a producer who happened to become one of the producers of American Horror Story. And he asked if I wanted to audition for it because they were having a hard time finding like a Latino son for that episode. And so I went in and I auditioned for it. Didn't hear anything for like a week or two. And then on Thanksgiving, they called me while I was at like the lunch table and said I booked the role. And I was like, wow, cool. So that's a, you know, that's how that happened. And then um, I binged the show just to see what the heck was happening because I never watched it before that point. It wasn't like a multi-season series, obviously. So yeah, so that that's how that went down. <laughs> Did you keep up with the show at all? Or? No, I only ever watched my season, and then I was yeah. like, "Yeah, if they're not bringing me back." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, plus you're probably on the go so much; it's hard to sit down and you know follow things. You know, you just mm-hmm. kind of critique your own stuff. You know, yeah, just, yeah. Plus, and, uh, you know, with your work and and then you know your married life and family life and you know and all that. Just like anything, you juggle and you know, but going. You, you try to juggle as best yeah. as you can. Only so many hours in a day, so right. right you know, like right. I'll try to watch shows I wouldn't normally routinely like watch that I'm into just to see the style of you know the acting or the filming or the cinematography. Uh, but it's hard because I I haven't been diagnosed technically, but I feel like I'm strongly ADHD. I took one of those self tests online. It's like you are strongly, very likely to be ADHD. Right. Go get tested. I'm like, eh, whatever. <laughs> Hard for me to sit still. And then what they do? If they tell you you're ADHD, then what are you going to do about that? Nothing. Here's a pill. I'm not going to take it. So thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so do you, do you ever watch the shows you're in? I mean, to see how you did or to critique yourself or? Yeah, I know a lot of actors are kind of like weird about it. Like, oh, I can't see myself. I was like, but. I feel like I learn when I see myself. Like I used to go to acting classes and sometimes they would film us doing the scenes so they could be like, Oh, you have a nervous tick where you tap your leg or something or whatever. Like there are things you don't realize that you do when you're acting. Um, Like I've seen a lot of people in classes, you know, um, if girls have long hair, they'll like consciously keep flicking it out of their face just like, cause they're nervous and it's not, my hair goes this way, (laughs) but you, you, you don't notice unless you see it, you know, it's like, if I'm trained, cause I'm also a certified personal trainer. And if I'm training someone in like acrobatics, I want to film them so I can show them their form. You know, it's a tool. Why would I not want to take advantage of that? Since we all literally walk around with a camera. Um, so for me, I want to see like, Oh yeah, that was good. Oh, I didn't like the take they used. Oh man. They really went with like, Oh, I didn't know it was that much of a close up or whatever. It's just, uh, but I know a lot of people get self-conscious from it, but I'm always looking to grow. I don't want to stay stagnant. So if it, I can critique myself, but not get so lost into like, well, I suck. Like, yeah, I want to see it. <laughs> what about you, Rhino? Do you watch your matches? Um, yeah, you know, not not so much uh, anymore. As much, you know, well, when I first started, you'd watch it, you'd study it like you were saying. Um, mm-hmm. But you find um, sometimes you may watch something back. Maybe it didn't feel as, as, uh, as good as it turned out on camera. Do you, do you ever notice that? And, you know, like people that are watching it or if you do a take and they're like, that's great, but you didn't feel it. Then mm-hmm. you watch it back and you're like, oh, yeah, that was actually good. Uh, yeah. Does that happen with acting too? Because sometimes we'll watch a match 
you might have felt like your step was off here or there or you're just your timing was off but it, it wasn't you know mm-hmm. so no, 100% and and both ways sometimes i thought it was better than it was and then it wasn't yeah. other times it was better than i thought so that's right. why i like using it but i get why people don't and if you're like working all the time then maybe right. you don't have time to keep up on everything yeah. you're in yeah that's you know it's sometimes you know cuz i have a marina too and it's like like we were saying, there's only enough time in the day. And I'll, I'll watch it back. But I like watching um, the younger talent come up. You know how mm-hmm. you said you were a trainer? I like helping them out more so because mm-hmm. I would rather take the time to help them out than, you know, to, to go back and watch my stuff. It's, you know, it's it's more important for them to grow than me sure. starting to eat her off, you know, in my career. Didn't ring and let them, you know, succeed. So Yeah, no, great attitude for sure. Right, right. So, no, no, like Gary. Gary just shows up late for work. He's every, everybody's on his time every day. You know, takes care of him, and he knows that. <laughs> <laughs> he abuses his privileges. <laughs> so, Brandon, I, I've watched you on a lot of different uh, uh, like videos from other Comic Cons, and you're going to be at our Monroe Pop Fest um, mm-hmm. this September. And I see you do a lot of handstands and a lot of. Uh, so, can you tell me what, what's behind that and? Uh, yeah, uh, well, my dad did gymnastics in college, and then um, in my hometown, there happens to be one of the longest-running community youth circuses in the world, you know, just because why not? And uh, I was put into it. Instead of, like, doing soccer or something, I was put into acro and handstands classes, and it's uh, r- largely run by volunteers. I only have a few paid staff for the circus component. It's run out of the YMCA, and a lot of people come from that circus and go on to either enter the stunt world or professional circus shows like Cirque du Soleil. And I bounced around trying to see what my specialty would be. And I ended up falling on handstands because I could do it anywhere. I could do it in an act by myself or with a group of people. Um, and I just really like how portable it is. Like if I want to do aerial silks or Chinese pole, I need to rig it, you know, and that's obviously not very conducive depending on where you live. So that's, I don't know. And handstands, like, I just kept feeling like I should do them. And it has opened so many doors, including Power Rangers. In the audition, um, once we got callbacks, they started asking to see physical skills. Like, what can you do? Like, kicks or punches or flips. And I did handstands. That's what I did in my audition. Um, I did handstands um, at different conventions and got invited to different things and met people in different businesses because of it i became a yoga instructor randomly at one point because someone saw me doing a handstand and wanted me to teach at his school so i got certified and became a yoga instructor for a couple of years it's just like it keeps opening random doors and it's one of those things like even if you feel like you have a gift or a passion that doesn't lead to anywhere in any normal way if you become good enough at something someone else will be interested in it and either want to learn that skill or how you have the discipline even if they're not into that specific skill and it just lets you kind of connect to people in a cool way. Well, now I know that Lena how to do handstands so I can open some doors. <laughs> With your feet. Yeah. I've been doing this one for a long time. So. <laughs> I would never be able to do a handstand in my hey, life. Hey, I'm I haven't coached to... you yet. Okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> maybe. well hopefully we'll be at the show uh, in September and you can, uh, you, you yeah. can get him up on his hands and check exactly. it out. Hey, it's going to happen. It. If you can get me to do a handstand, you're, you can work miracles. So, hey, challenge was, accepted. Right. right. So, are you a big yoga uh, proponent? Is that something that... 
Um, I don't do a lot of like classes, but I I like some of the the thought processes of yoga that I learned. Um, the yoga studio that I was certified through, the owners are Christian, so it wasn't as much into like the the Middle Eastern religious type. It was more like we're here just to get the fitness side because the the guy who owned that studio also has a degree in kinesiology like me. Um, and so I, I appreciated the science behind it and the way to get more mobile and work on muscular endurance and stability versus mobility, just keeping the balance. Like if you're too stable, you break, but if you're too mobile, you also break. So you have to kind of find <laughs> that fine line. Um, and then also like working on the meditative and breathing aspect um, is helpful just to, like to calm you down in any situation. So those aspects I practice, but not so much like I don't go run a yoga circuit by myself because there's so many other workouts that I'm doing all the time. I just don't have the time. Well, you're big in the modeling fitness, of course. So what, what, uh, what is one of the questions that you would do? So I used to just do um, strength training three days a week, full body, and then acrobatics and cardio the other days. And one day off a week, I recently switched to uh, push pull split. So two days pushing, two days pull, and then stretching four days a week, and then cardio two days a week, and then one day off. And then acrobatics just kind of sprinkled in there uh, because I'm working on a show. We're off until July, but I'm doubling another actor for this show doing stunts. And he's slightly bigger than me. So I want to just match his size. Normally, I don't train to be big. I just like muscle balance. And I'm just as long as I can do my skills, I don't really care. Uh, But he is slightly bigger and I want to match. So I'm like, okay, I got to focus a little more on the weightlifting side of this just until we're done filming. Have you gotten to a lot of stunt work or is it? Yeah, honestly, stunt work is easier, I feel, to get than acting work a lot of the time. Um, Because if you can do the skills, they need you. Like, you can't fake your way. Like, if you're not that good of an actor, but you have, like, a patient director, they can still kind of get you to do the scene, you know, if they hired you. But if you show up and you can't do the stunt, you can't do the stunt. But if you can do the stunt and they like you and they remember you, they'll call you in for other similar stunts or they need different ethnicities. Like I worked a lot on SEAL team uh, because like you mentioned, I look like so many things. So whenever SEAL team was fighting this country or that country or doing something here, I was a bad guy from there or here or there. So. It is Brennan. It is Brennan. It is Brennan. Yeah. Right? yeah. This, with a beard, without a beard, with the hat. With the beard, like, you know. Do you find that uh, being able to do your own stunts, does that help you as far as landing roles as a, as a movie producer or director or whoever does the casting and say, well, he can do his own stunt <laughs> and he can do part? I think it will help. Um, I mean, it definitely did on Power Rangers, but going forward, you know, praying to God, uh, when I get cast by Marvel or DC Comics to be some kind of other superhero, uh, then it will help again. But it's not like most auditions care because even if you can do a lot of the stunts, they're still going to hire a stunt double for you, most likely, unless you're like Jackie Chan, uh, because they don't want, unless you're known for it, even if you can do a stunt, if you get hurt, it slows down all of production. Everyone is out of job, essentially, until you're fixed. So, I mean, would they let me do some of it if I got cast? Sure, maybe, but most likely they'd still make my double do it, so... (laughs) Well, they figure they got a lot of money invested in each one of these actors. and Yeah. I just love it. I just love the. I mean, ultimately, acting is my, my main goal, but I love doing stunt work as well. And ideally, like, I would do a role that would encompass both, similar to how Power Rangers did. So ultimately, you're just working out to become a superhero. I am. 
the real way. You are. <laughs> I knew it. Gary yeah, didn't see? Know, see? Now. Come on, Gary. Yeah, Gary. Speaking of superheroes, speaking of superheroes, uh, what are some of your favorite superheroes? Spider-Man. Growing up as a kid, now. Spider-Man, my chair. (laughs) Um, DC comic-wise, I was a huge Superman fan. Like, my best friend as a kid was really, like, into Batman. I was into Superman. Um, I love Nightwing. I mean, Dick Grayson is a circus performer. That's where he started before Batman took him under his wing. Get it, Bats? Uh, Yeah. So, (laughs) it's one of those. I mean, I know they're supposed to supposedly making Blue Beetle into a movie soon, which is a Latino superhero. So be like, hey, you know, pick me. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I mean, I just, uh, yeah, Superman I liked because he was, uncom- his superpower wasn't his strength. It was his morality, I find. And there's a lot of superheroes who are super strong, but not a lot of them who won't kill despite being super strong, despite Henry Cavill doing that in the movie. I mean, the comics and TV show cartoons, but. Well, if you could play one superhero, what would it be? Any, any superhero. If you could oh, play- any. Uh, I mean, if they're looking for super tan man, I mean, yeah, Superman would be cool. Or Captain Central America, you know, because like, <laughs> that's a thing. <laughs> now, um, okay, this is, uh, I always like to ask this. If you had to pick, who who would you pick between uh, Superman and Batman as far as a better superhero? See, as a kid, I would always go with Superman. But as I've gotten older, I've developed a healthy respect for Batman beyond what mm-hmm. I used to. Um, I mean, he's legit. Like, no superpowers sure. and just hangs with the big guys. Like, sure. I'd probably right. go towards Batman now. Sure. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Gary, Gary, you're Batman, right? Yeah, I like Batman. Over Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Spider Man yeah. over. Spider Man's amazing. Yeah. Spider Man's oh, like yeah. super ish, oh, but not like yeah. he's not even bulletproof. But like no. he's right. yeah. The kid's amazing. You know, I, uh, I always like uh you know, I hate when people go, Oh, Batman's not a real superhero while he fights crime. Yeah. You know? So Yeah. <laughs> if you fight a super villain and win, right. you're a yeah. superhero, right? Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. If he lost right. all the time, then yeah. Right, right, right. He's not losing. Right. Now, did you ever think about writing your own comic and creating a uh, superhero or um, Um, writing? I mean, going back to my ADHD, I just, it's hard for me to sit and write. Not that I couldn't at some Mm -hmm. point, but I feel like that would be, you know, after I've worked several seasons or several movie deals and I just have all the time in the world as I sit on my tropical island I don't own. And then maybe. And Gary and I will come and visit you. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then we'll just brainstorm and be like, what character do I want to be cast as next? Yeah, that sounds sounds good. Yeah, sounding boards. Right. So with with the pandemic and everything, have you been keeping yourself busy as far as uh, conventions or any online stuff or Uh, everything to open back up and get back out there? Yeah, I mean, it was definitely last year, like, was dead for so much of it, stunt work, acting work, everything. I actually was going to almost quit acting and go into nursing. Both my parents are nurses and I finished all the prereqs online, spent a whole bunch of money. And then at the end of it, I was like, I don't want to be a nurse. And then I just didn't because I, I don't know, like there's the do what's logical and then do what God has called you to do. And I still feel like God wants me in the entertainment industry for some reason. So I just couldn't do it (laughs) maybe in the future. But, uh, I started doing convention towards the end of the year as things were like open and then closed, open and closed. And, you know, I just played it safe, wore a mask. Um, a couple of them, like 
at the time I was like, well, if I hold my breath, then it's okay. So I'd like take my mask off and like hold my breath and smile really quick and put it back on. <laughs> but I, I never got COVID, so I don't know. Right. right. Now I was, I've, we've had Jason Font uh, to the show before and we've talked, mm. I've talked to him about, uh, about, he never said he never really wore the helmet on Power Rangers. So it was always the stunt devil basically mm-hmm. wore the helmet. Did you get a lot of the, the helmet or were you just more, you know, just your Tyler character. Essentially every season beyond like Mighty Morphin, um, it's doubles. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I have a helmet now, <laughs> but uh, I don't. Did they give it to you or did you have to take it? Pardon? Did they give it to you or did you have to take it? No, uh, actually there's a, a prop maker that Yoshi, the Blue Ranger for my season. Yeah. Uh, I guess this particular prop maker, he'll send the Ranger their helmet if they ask kind of it's like a publicity kind of thing. Like the Ranger has the helmet for me. Like, so he got us hooked up with the helmets. We were talking to Nakia and a cat not too long ago mm-hmm. on the show. Uh, and uh, they were saying they get some 12 cent checks once in a while. So I was just curious how those royalty checks are treated. I mean, CSI Miami, again, my first job, I get checks literally for a penny sometimes. So a, pe- a penny, so, a penny. Yeah. Straight what's, the, up. what's the, what's the stamp cost? <laughs> More than a penny. <laughs> More than a penny. Yeah. Right. I, I also I keep keep bothering you because I have all these questions for you, but uh, I know that you did say once on a I think it was a YouTube video that you wanted to see if you were more flexible than your action figure. Oh, yeah. Did how did that turn out? Well, did you watch the video? I did not watch the video. Well, then well, I can watch the video. For our audience. I mean, okay, I actually have my toy right here above my computer desk. So there's me. Hooray. Um, yeah, like in the video, I challenge myself to the splits. And I can do this once I'm warmed up. I'm actually going to stretch a little bit after this. I have a meeting and then I still need to get my stretching in today. But uh, I think my toy wins for not having to warm up. Right. Like I have better mobility in some ways than him. But in right. other ways, he wins. But, you know, in the video, I did a better handstand. I dropped my sword. Oh, oh there it goes. There it is. Yeah, that's a little dino saver. You know how it is. Do you collect your figures? So if you see them out, do you pick them up? or? No, I mean, this particular toy, like, I don't collect every version of myself, but there's a, something known as the Lightning Collection, and they actually have, like, a helmet list version and then a helmet version that comes in the same box. And it was, like, my character was in the first line of those yeah. released. So I got a bunch of these. Um, and I just have one with the helmet on and one off that I keep above my desk. But I have some in the garage for like conventions and things and, or giveaways I do on my Twitch channel. Well, how do we know the one with the helmet on is you? I mean, oh, you're right. This is probably my double. <laughs> so, okay, <we> just, <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Well, your stunt double has an action figure and he doesn't even know it. It's true. <laughs> I should tell him and give it to him next time I see him. But, no, yeah, don't draw him. They want royalty. Things, he works on like yeah. John Wick and stuff now. So. Oh, he's, he's, he's all right. He's doing all right. Yeah, he's doing fine. <laughs> What about you, Terry? How many do you have your own action figures? I, know um, yeah, I, just, I usually just grab one of each. You know, sometimes they don't even send them to you, so you'll see them in a store, or, you know, at a signing or something. Someone mm-hmm. will, you know, you'll find someone that'll have an extra one and just buy it off of them. So yeah. yeah. So my my action figures are way more flexible than I am. Well, we got to train handstands and flexibility. Right. Got it. One day seminar. <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> we need to start doing our DDPY is what we need to do. Right, right. That's for sure. That's yeah, for sure. yoga going. So. I also wanted to talk uh, 
a little bit about here about what you got coming up. I know you're working on some stuff right now. Um, so can you say anything about what you have coming up? What you uh, what your plans are for? I mean, I'm going to be doing a small part in a movie. Actually, starting filming next Monday, uh, and then the stunt job. I can't say what I'm on picks up again in July, but that's a really really big project um like really cool like it literally came out of nowhere so when i can talk about it but again i'm only doing stunts on it i'm doubling someone but even just being on the set it's just like this is flipping cool so is it one of the largest sets you've ever been on then yes in the sense of how much money is going into production um the actual size of the set isn't like any bigger than other sets per se but yeah they, they definitely spend the big bucks we, we got to put you on the spot. We do all of our uh, our guests. So, hmm. do you like professional wrestling? Do I like professional wrestling? You don't have to say yes. This guy, this hey, guy my, here so is a professional I wrestler. have actually never seen a full match, but my my grandfather watched it all the time. Just well, he's, like, probably seen, he's probably seen Rhino then. He probably had, I mean, he passed away last year, but like he used to watch it. But I appreciate it. Um, like every day I'd go over, not every day. He lives in LA and I don't, but whenever I would visit, he'd be in his room watching wrestling. So I'm sure he probably did see you, but. Uh, well, yeah. I was going to say, I was going to say, we'd have to, you know, you got a long list on your resume. We, we could add professional wrestling in there. You hey. teach me how to do handstands. I'll, show you some moves, I'll, I'll jump in the ring. You guys we'll, do we'll some funny things. Next thing you know, next thing you know, we'll have a title on you and everything. Hey, so, let's do it. I was old in high school. Does that count? Right. <laughs> <laughs> With all those acrobats and all those high flying things off the ropes, you'd be like a you'd be like a ricochet. Power Ranger yeah, ricochet. I'll figure it out. I know. I know. Jeez. Just be on my team. I don't all need right. you coming yeah. off the ropes team and hitting right you. Know, yeah. Right <laughs> <laughs> you. You know what? You could be in the ring and I'll just stand on the outside and I'll let you do all the work. <laughs> oh, perfect. That's the way I like it. Get my ADHD energy up. <laughs> right. What can we call him? What's that? Can we call him? What, what kind of wrestling name can we give Brennan? Jeez, I don't know. You put me on the spot there, Wait, Gary. I have it. The wrestler. We had the, My friend that I used to go tumbling with would call me Mighty Morphin Mejia. I feel like that has a good ring to it. There it is. Right? There it is. Mighty like Morphin it. Mejia. Got alliteration. Yeah. It's connected to Power Rangers, but not like too much. Right. I love it. See? You already yeah. had a wrestling name. There we go. All Triple right. Yeah. Get in the ring. All right. <laughs> Hey, we'll definitely we'll get you in the ring uh, on the uh, when you come into town. Into I'm town. down. Let's do it. It'd be awesome, yeah, because we've got a little pro wrestling event coming up here, July fifteenth. So I just wanted to promote that real quick. Oh, uh, nice. We got uh, Trey Miguel, who who I think would be be a good fit for you. Oh yeah, so, <laughs> wrestling goes. He's uh, a fan of Ace Awesome. We got Violent by Design from Impact. We got Face and DTA. It's going to be a great time. Uh, I know you got to get going here soon. So, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you and where they can follow you and uh, where they can see what you got going on? Yeah. So, at Brennan Mejia is my Instagram and Twitter handle. YouTube, Brennan Mejia. And then I always forget my TikTok because I don't use it very often. <laughs> but uh, I think it's Brennan underscore Mejia if my phone would load. I'm going to go with that's what it is. But. Uh, yeah, I, I honestly only started using TikTok because I went viral on it from someone uh, showing an episode of iCarly that I was in, and okay. then everyone was tagging me. And they're like, "Hey, do you know you went viral on TikTok?" And so I started using TikTok more. Uh, that's a good outlet. I think Terry should get on TikTok. Yeah, no, it's a thing. It's a thing. We'll, Just... see. we'll see. I have, I'm on Facebook. <laughs> hey, well, I'm, I'm on that too, team. but I keep that one more private. So. Right, right. All right, we're gonna before we let you go. Uh, I just want to say uh, you were on what great clips? Is that where I seen you? Every yeah, time? for haircuts. Yeah, uh, 
And why did they make you wear a shirt on that? Wouldn't they have sold a lot more haircuts if you were you know, a shirt? I ask them every day, and they're like, well, I mean, some people, depending on where it's shown, may get offended. So, like, they just put a shirt on. I actually think I shot it shirtless, and then they superimposed the shirt. Right. That's, the what I was That's what I was thinking. Right, right. Hey, Brennan, it was awesome having you. Can't wait to get you down here in September. I'm sure we'll talk to you here again real soon. Uh, thanks for coming on. Yeah, and thanks for having me, guys. Go, yeah. go All right, take care. Thanks. Thank you. Bye. That was Brennan Mejia from Power Rangers, American Horror Story, iCarly, Kicking It, uh, all kinds of different uh, shows. Great kid. Flexible as hell. And the yeah. hand stands up and downstairs and everything yeah. else. You know. It's a lot of training when you're doing stuff like that. Just, I mean, stretching alone, you know, yeah. and all the training he does, you know. So He's a, he's a, he's a fit dude. So. Yeah. Yeah. Day. And he's going to be here uh, for Monroe Pop Fest? Yep. Saturday, September 17th and 18th. Well, Friday and Saturday, September 17th and 18th, right here, coming up real soon. Yeah. 2021 Allen Chevrolet Cadillac Monroe Pop Fest. Ninth nice. year. Ninth year. Ninth hopefully year. We have, hopefully, we'll be able to announce some, some more uh, guests here pretty soon. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we got to talk about wrestling. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> July, uh, a July 15th event here we got coming July up. 15, Violent by Design, Wrestling DTA. Then uh, you got Trey, Wrestling uh, Trey is undefeated here in IWR. And uh, he's the only one that's still undefeated. I lost against Larry D, the boatyard. A lot you of got him back. I got, got him back. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then that's at the FOP on Strasburg Road. Yeah, it's right. going to be a good thing. I can't wait. Uh, we're happy to be back inside, uh, get back in there in the atmosphere. It was awesome at the boat yard. I loved it. Uh, we're right. always worried about the weather, so I'm always. Right. You're about. always worried about the weather. You know, it's whenever a, anybody runs outside, you always have to be worried about the weather. Yeah. A little bit of stress, so I'm happy to be back inside. And the atmosphere is different, too. Everything, the, the crowd sounds louder. Everything's just right. you know, a little better, so I'm excited to be back there. I can't wait to get to get it going. Uh, front row tickets, I think, are almost gone. Uh, so we've got July 15th. IWR tickets are on sale at www.purplepass.com backslash IWR5. Uh, it's going to be it's gonna be an awesome event. Main event, DTA versus Violent by Design. Uh, I, I like the look you give on your Violent by Design when you're when you're out there. You're a mean-looking dude. I try. Yeah, it's, it's scary. I, mean, I, I, got, I got Dawn trying to emulate you all the time now. Every time she walks around, she Right. <laughs> no, I think you just make her mean. That's <laughs> I have that effect on a lot of people. Right. right. Hey, so. this, uh, before we get out of here, let's talk about those releases, those WWE releases. Mm-hmm. I was I was pretty shocked. I mean, not by the releases itself, but Ron Strowman getting released. Did you think there was something behind that? or No, no. I think it's just it's one of those things where, uh, you know, Ron's a great talent. All Everybody – um, you know, there is a great talent. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, sometimes a step backward, you have to take a step backward to take two steps forward. Um, you know, and they all have talent, you know, um, they're all very talented and they'll definitely land someplace, whether it's Impact Wrestling, AEW, uh, Japan, especially now that things are opening up. Yeah. And, you know, with the TV con, uh, the, you know, the TV contracts that, a lot of other promotions have and you know their their online presence and 
stuff like that. So uh, AEW, they've had uh, crowds, and uh, you know they've been packing them in safely. You yeah. know, so, like yeah. So people are ready to go, uh, go and start doing stuff, and you know. So. Yeah, I shared that release, and uh, right away we got a bunch of comments and uh, a bunch of inboxes saying uh, IWR should sign Braun Strowman. I thought that was kind of kind of cute. <laughs> right. <laughs> he don't know me that uh, big of a favor, nor do we have that big of a budget. <laughs> uh, yeah. well, I'll get the contract ready, and we'll send it to him. And right, right, and see what he says. I want to see his face. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we'll hear it back from him. So. It, it, was, it was surprising. Yeah. I mean, as a fan, it was surprising seeing him released. I mean, I could see some of the other guys like uh, Alistair Black, Ruby Riot, Lana Murphy, uh, Santana Garrett. I didn't know who that was. But um, some of them you could see they were kind of getting buried a little bit. You didn't see them for a while. So, I mean, so you could kind of tell that maybe something was happening. So, I mean, Alistair yeah. Black's been gone for forever. They've tried to recreate him like three times in the last, you know, year. So, yeah. Well, sometimes, you know, like it, it's better to let them go out and, uh, you know, and, and fly. Yeah. You know, cause if it, it's the, the worst thing you could do is hold someone or a con hold or have someone under contract when you're not doing anything with them. And let them go out there and, you know, because sometimes they may become a bigger star than what they could have ever been, you know, or they could have been, they could go out and become a big star and then maybe venture back to you, you know, um, yeah. you never know. So sometimes you just have to let that person go and if they find their way back, they find their way back. Yeah, you got Rusev. I mean, he left and he's a AEW champion now. So, I mean, right. That's right. happening at WWE. Right. And then you got like Rich Swan. You know, oh. with Sammy Callahan, um, you know, there's a lot of guys that, you know, were with WWE and, you know, came over and, you know, and, uh, you know, gained a lot of success myself with Violent by Design, Eric Young, you know, so, yeah, so there's a, there's a lot of opportunities out there. And you plus with the independence opening up, there's a lot of uh, opportunity out there, too, to hone your skills. So. Do you think WWE is still the end-all, be-all for most uh, wrestlers, or do you think with the success of like Impact and the success of AEW, do you think that's not as much so anymore? Um, it all depends on the individual, you know, if they want to go and you know and grind it out on the indies and 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 um, in other promotions, or you know AEW, you know, um, or Impact, or you know, it all depends on the individual. I think, um, but definitely, there's a lot more opportunity out there. So for the men and women. Have you quick question for you? Have you uh, watched any of those AEW A and E uh, biographies yet? WWE. No, I'm gonna. I, I've, I heard they're great. So oh, yeah, I watched three of them last night. First, yeah. Uh, the Roddy Roddy Piper one. I did, I wasn't crying. You were, weren't you? I was. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so sad. You know, it's it's. I don't think people know how hard it is to break into professional wrestling and what. A lot of you and other guys had to, you know, had to do how many days on the road you have to endure, how many days away from your family you have to do, and it's just, it's, it's just like watching it and seeing it. It really gives you a different perspective on the whole industry, and it's like yeah. it's harder than it looks when you're on the just in the you know, in between the ropes and people see you on Friday night or Thursday night or whatever. Right. Well, I'll, I'll tell you a Piper story real quick. Um, what a great guy, and I met him. It was probably '03 when Zach Gowan was doing that thing, and he, he was working with uh, Hogan and, and uh, Piper and all that stuff. And 
Um, I, I want. I'm, I'm trying to remember if I met him before that when he was in uh, WCW. So, uh, long story short, you know, and I got to know him, and then I'd see him on certain shows like Nash uh, booked some shows in Aruba and really good shows, and then we were on the same tour up north and 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 Winnipeg or not Winnipeg, but uh, uh, Newfoundland, and so I got to know him really well, and I'd consider him a friend. And, but uh, this was in 2015 at WrestleMania out in California. And I, I was with NXT. So the night before we did NXT, uh, I think it was TakeOver. And then it was WrestleMania. Or it might have been two nights prior was the NXT. And uh, so I'm in a, a suite because they put all the, you know, all the talent, NXT and like family and friends, like several suites. Usually they try to, you know, have one big area. Yeah. But it was just like several little suites. And so they assigned you to one and, and Piper was in. And uh, he actually had to get dressed and go down and do like a pre-tape. But well, actually they did it live um, after I think it was um, whoever won the Intercontinental Championship, um, Dolph. And then he walked by like Flair and, you know, and um, so long story short, like, and then he came back up and he watched WrestleMania. And I, I'm like, I'm marking out. I'm like, here's Piper, you know, headline the first WrestleMania, you know, and performed in so many WrestleManias. Such a great talent, you know, sold out arenas all across this country, if not world. But here he is in, you know, in the same suite I'm in. And, you know, there were other wrestlers in there. And, uh, you know, and I was talking to him and watching the show and stuff. And I'm thinking, wow, this has got to be, you know, a great WrestleMania moment for myself. And I didn't even wrestle, you know, in WrestleMania that year. So, but yeah, that was, that was cool. I'll never forget that. It so, is cool. That you can have those kind of moments, you know, even though you, you've been in the business for so long and then you get to see something like that. And then like, just really, you know, it's just something memorable for you. And yeah. how good was he to be so bad that he was stabbed three times? Yeah. yeah. He was stabbed him at the ring, at yeah. the different arena stuff, three different times. That's how good he was. Yeah. yeah. By all accounts, that he was supposed to be one of the nicest guys you'd ever meet. Right. Oh, yeah. He was great. He was great. Yeah. So, but people believe, you know. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they do. I mean, they do. You know, so. You ever get, you ever get anybody, any fan, rabid fans after you? That's why I'm a good guy, so I won't get stabbed. <laughs> I know it's just because of that face. <laughs> right. But uh, yeah. it was good having you back. I know we've seen each other before, but, you know getting back on the air here and getting out there and talking to the podcast people. Uh, we'll see you again next week, Thursday the 10th, hopefully. Right. Right. Okay. I'm trying to think. Oh, uh, or maybe the ninth. We might have to do it on Wednesday. Just remembered <laughs> I'm booked on the 10th. <laughs> we will see you guys again sometime. <laughs> I'm terrible at it. Before with you, Gary. Now you know why I'm divorced because I'm not really good at communicating. <laughs> we'll work on that. Hun. Right. <laughs> Wednesdays are great days too, four o'clock. You know? It's a great day to have a podcast. Right. <laughs> We're on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, uh, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, all the goodies. Uh we'll be back next week sometime, maybe not the week after. We'll be back again. So right. Right. we will return. Uh, Terry and Gary's Low Expectations Podcast. Go give us some subscribes, some follows, some likes. Help a brother out, you know. <laughs> Get us <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys later. Thanks for watching. Uh-huh.